Welcome to Carry the Light. I'm your host, Carrie Alexander. During your time here, we'll explore all things positive to brighten up your day and light up the world around you. We'll talk to regular folks about doing extraordinary things, hear fantastic stories, get a little creative in the world of happiness, and learn how you can change the world. Now sit back and relax. Let's carry the light. If we all do an act of random kindness daily, we might just set the world in the right direction. Martin Kornfeld. Today is National Random Acts of Kindness Day, so take a minute to send a complimentary text to a coworker, call a friend, buy a cup of coffee for a stranger, leave a kind note for someone to find. It really doesn't matter what you do, it's the intent behind that may have a bigger impact than you ever realized. And hey, it's even good for your own health. When you do something kind for someone, you release oxytocin, which is a feel-good chemical that relaxes your blood vessels, lowers your blood pressure, anxiety, and stress. Eddie Mullally has got to be in great health. The bicycle shop owner heard the sound of a beautiful voice a few weeks ago outside of his shop. When he investigated, he found Josephine Adams singing hymns, praising God, and pushing a shopping cart with all of her belongings. He recorded her amazing voice and struck up a conversation with a woman in her 70s, discovering that she'd lost her home, lost her way, and was suffering from dementia. Find out what he did next to change her life. It's coming up on Carry the Light. Hi, Eddie. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, how are you? Well, I am doing fabulous. I'm so inspired by your story that we're getting ready to talk about. You recently had a life-changing encounter outside your store in Tarpon Springs, Florida. So you want to tell me a little bit what happened? Well, I was bringing my bicycles in. I have a bike shop right on the trail. And at the end of the day, and I heard this lady that was sitting on the bench across the street singing. And she was singing gospel music, but there was nobody around and she was singing loud and it was really pretty. And she had a great voice. And so I, I have my phone right here on the counter and I went out and I asked her, hey, can I film this? And I filmed it. And uh, it was really neat. At the end of her song, she did this little like sermon that was touching. It was really cool. Everything she had was in this uh, shopping cart. So I filmed it and I gave her some money for dinner and I really never thought much about it. You know, I would ever see her again, but I posted it on my Facebook page and I didn't think that many people would really watch the whole video, but tons of people did. A lot of people did. And they started to message me about, Hey, we can help her. We'd like to help her. And I didn't even know who she was. So I posted, Hey, I'm going to try to find this singing lady and then we can set up a benefit show. And I was riding my bike down to an early morning ride in Clearwater. And I saw her pushing her cart on alternate 19 and I pulled in and I was in my bicycle outfit and she looked at me like, well, who is this guy? But I, I explained to her that, hey, I was the guy that filmed you and I have had a lot of people respond and want to help you out. And I said, my bike shop's right across from where I filmed you. Can you come in today or, you know, that day at noon? And she came in and I said, hey, I want to want to either do a, something to help you get off the street. And uh, it just kind of ballooned from there. And then uh, I, I post a picture that I found her. So I set up a GoFundMe page right then. And uh, then Channel 10 News, a guy from Channel 10 News messaged me on my Facebook and said it sounded like a good story for their news 
and he would like to do a story and he would let me know the next day. And he came by the next day and did a story and then my GoFundMe went crazy. So I raised over $4,000 for it so far. And um, it's going to help her transition to a assisted living facility until well, she can get all the government funds that she's due. Yeah, I mean, I watched the video. I saw the video. And for the listeners out there, I want you to, I want to take a moment to pause and I want you to uh, listen in to uh, her name is Josephine uh, singing some of her hymns. Hallelujah. Ah, His grace, God's grace and mercy. See you through. Problem today, and we're trusting you to God. We're trusting you to open the door and open the way. Oh God, thank you, Jesus. So, Eddie, as you had said before, her prayer at the end of her singing was yes. so moving to me because for those who can't see the video right now, here's right. this lady in her 70s standing in front of a shopping cart that has all of her items in it and she's just finished singing this most amazing moving spiritual song and then she sits there and she thanks god for getting her through that day and she has faith that he will get her through another and so i'm watching that and in our times of you know the year that we've all been through and different people have had different trials and and stresses and and everything but here's this woman living on the street in her 70s and praising God and thanking Him for what she does have just simply in that shopping cart. And I think that has moved a lot of people who see this video, her her faith, her unwavering faith, her optimism, and her willingness to move on. The other thing that was moving to me when I watched it is, here was this moment in time where you heard this beautiful singing, and you went out to investigate, and you could have left it at that, but you didn't. And so now, because you took time to go talk to Josephine and to share her story, it's going to change the course of her life. She's, as you said, she's off the streets right now. She turns out that I believe you said she's been diagnosed with some dementia. And yeah. And so now, you know, you're working toward getting her into an assisted living facility where she'll be safe and well cared for. And I love that. And the fact that you're, uh, GoFundMe page blip, which by the way, people can still donate. And I would love to see her to gain more funds to keep her off the street. So now we know for Josephine that it is, it's taken her off the street and to a safer environment. And hopefully we'll be able to help bridge, as you said, you know, to her government funds. Right. But how has it impacted <laughs> you with this experience? Uh, it was the best Christmas present I ever got. You know, it's just, it, I'm surprised how quick it happened and how I was able to step in there and help her. It just made me feel so good. Like you said, when I saw her, how thankful, and she was thankful and grateful. She was going on about how grateful she was. I thought about all the things I have that I'm not as grateful as I should be. You know, it just it made me think of life differently. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it also goes to show just one person, the difference someone can make, just taking the time to listen to someone. Uh, to hear right. about them because I know you formed a friendship with Josephine. She's called right. you from the hospital. You've gotten to know a right. little bit of her personal situation. And when Maybe I think about living on the street a little bit more serious, yeah. you know, because I got to like her and, and I would think about um, 
I wish I had a place right that day that I could have given her because it was cold, you know, and it was rainy. And I just thought, how does a seven-year-old lady, it's dangerous out there. And I just wanted so bad to, to be able to do something for her. I never probably thought about it as serious as that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you said that you found out she was living close to a laundromat over in your area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's homeless people there uh, all the time. It's by the public. Mm-hmm. And so I knew she was either there or she would be at the Shepherd Center. that's up a little bit further away from me. Awesome. But they feed, they, they do feed, you know, they give them food a couple of days a week. And she would tell me she would stay there. Mm-hmm. But if I saw her on, you know, that morning, that early morning, she was walking right by the Shepherd Center. And I just thought, hey, she's older. Her legs are, you know, not that strong. It just was depressing me. Really? Well, and she did talk about that in her interview. I heard her talk about her arms were tired, her legs were tired, you know, but you wonder, here's this woman with this beautiful voice, a beautiful woman. How in her 70s does she wind up like this? Right. And as you came to find out, it turns out that with her dementia, she'd gotten on a bus and she'd been up in Virginia and different places. So you don't even know it all. Um, right. So talk about an unsafe situation. That's what I thought. And I mean, you never know that laundromat has all kinds of people there. You would never want your mom or your grandma to be staying there all night. And so it was just, you know, I, I had to do what I could as quick as I could, but it really worked out. And there's a lot of people like that. And it's, it's a thing like that. Maybe everything is normal. And then a couple of things happen and it changes people's lives. And, you know, I thought I sure hope I'm never in that situation, but you just never know. A lot of people out there aren't, drunks and causing trouble they just have had some things happen in their life that didn't go the right way Mm -hmm. and it put them in a different place so what i think is is beautiful beautiful about this whole thing i think it's it's obviously changed her life i think it's changed your life you know the impact and looking at the the beauty and the frailty of humanity and uh, the power to help how many people helped how many people got in and, and helped was really touching Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So people who still would like to be a part of helping Josephine get off the street and into an assisted living facility, you have a GoFundMe page set up. What is it called and how do people go on to donate? It's on GoFundMe under helping Josephine. And it's, my name is Eddie Mullally. It's, it's, uh, I'm the sponsor, but I think you can get it just under helping Josephine or channel uh, 28. ABC Channel 28 Tampa has a link to it. Okay. And we'll put a link to it from my website as well so people can go oh, on. Oh, great. I've already had a couple people. I was telling her story in my youth group and in my Bible study, and both were like, I need the link to the GoFundMe. And so, Good. Yeah. It's a great, great thing. It's awesome. I appreciate you doing a thing on it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think just that she is so inspirational, like I said before, in her faith, her confidence that she will be delivered, her positive outlook. And thank you for taking the time and going over and having a conversation with her and learning her story and and doing something to help her out because I think this has definitely put her on a path to a much safer uh, journey in her life than the path that she was on. Yes. Thank you, Carrie, very much. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Eddie. We appreciate your time, and thanks for joining us today. We'll be right back with another inspiring story coming up next. Stay with us. If you'd like to contribute to Eddie's GoFundMe page, it's listed under the title Helping Josephine, or you could go to carrythelight.com.
Stay with us. We've got an exciting announcement concerning this year's Illuminator Award. It's something you won't want to miss. Next. What better day to talk about the Illuminator Award than National Random Acts of Kindness Day? We've received so many inspirational stories that it's just too hard to pick just one candidate. So I'm leaning into you. Starting March 24th, we will highlight 12 Illuminators over the course of four episodes. Please make a note of your favorites and vote on our website, carrythelight.com. Recruit your friends and spread the word. Our winner will be revealed on April 28th. For more details or to review the candidates, go to carrythelight.com. Now it's time for your moment of light. Well, speaking of random acts of kindness, Kathy Free of the Washington Post printed the story of a man making pizzas to help others. What started as a canceled pizza party with a ton of leftovers turned into good pizza. Ben Berman lives in Philadelphia and is attending Wharton Business School. When the pandemic hit, he struggled to find a way to feed his neighbors and lift their spirits. What happened next is a delicious tale. Using the supplies he had in his apartment, he started baking pizzas and he lowered them out of his second-story apartment window to people waiting below. His payment? Please donate to the local homeless shelter. Soon, his pizzas had people circling beneath his apartment. He started taking reservations online, ordering more supplies, and to date has given away more than 500 pies and raised more than $32,000 for Project Home. As for Ben, he simply says, It brings people joy to watch a pizza coming down from the second story just for them. This is something positive that I can do from my own apartment. One of Good Pizza's fans agrees. During such an uncertain and isolating time, it meant a lot that Ben was going out of his, out of his way to give back and bring joy to others. He put so much care into each pie and his pizza is truly one of the best I have ever had. That's amore. Have a great week and remember to carry the light. For more information on how you can carry the light, follow us on Instagram at carrythelight underscore now or check out our website, carrythelight.com. I'd love to hear from you.